Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Good afternoon, everybody. This is John Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. In studio today with my wife, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Uh, We always start our uh, podcast and our radio show here talking about what it means to be a warrior and... uh, a lot of people get confused when it comes to what it means to be a warrior because they think that they have to be brave or they think that they have to like be ready to charge into war and combat and life. And when you look at the definition of what it means to be a warrior, Webster actually defines it as a brave or experienced soldier. And I know I say that every week, but what happens is so many people get hung up on what I just said and they put themselves in a position where they think they can't overcome something because they're scared of it or they've not dealt with it before. But experience is just that it's experience. And at the end of the day, everybody has life experience and you've all overcome the toughest thing you've ever had to deal with before. So you just have to know that you've done it once you can do it again. I mean, yesterday we did a presentation and uh, during the presentation, we talked about um, I had everybody that has been through a thing or two raise their hand. And the only people that didn't raise their hand were scared to raise their hand, (laughs) you know, but everybody had been through something, you know, and um, it just goes to show you no matter where you are in your walk in life, no matter what you're dealing with, that you've dealt with something before and you've overcome it and you can do it again. So we always like to kind of talk between Deb and I about something, someone we've dealt with or someone we've worked with recently or ourselves have dealt with and let everybody know that you're not alone and that there is something and someone that's overcoming the same thing. So Deb, do you got anything on that this week? Do you have anything strong? I have something that's small. Oh, of course it's just small, you know? No, I I do. I mean, I think um, I'm actually getting ready to start a series that I have been uh, not willing to start. Um, I, I guess you could call it a lack of humility Um, I don't think it's a matter of like not being a humble man. I think it's a matter of the fear of vulnerability. Um, I am really hurt right now. Uh, really hurt. You know, a lot of people, I've got enough of a physique from years of lifting that they think I'm still working out, but I'm not, 
Uh, and what I am doing is very minimal because I broke two vertebrae in my back in 2006. And because of that, I have five bulging discs. I've developed degenerative disc disease. I have spinal stenosis and I have a minimum of a five or six out of 10 of pain every day and days that radiate at nine and actually leave me basically grounded to a bed and or I have difficulty walking. Um, all of the things I love to do have been taken from me. Uh, I can't lift heavy. I can't do jujitsu. I can't punch punching bags. Um, everything that I always identified as, as a warrior, uh, physically has been removed because it all hurts me or I physically am incapable of doing it. An example would be in jujitsu. I was acknowledged as having an unbreakable closed guard. Uh, guard is where you're on your back and you wrap your legs around someone's waist to control them in, in a, a jujitsu match. Um, I was working with a neuromuscular spinal specialist that I'm going to in an attempt to hopefully avoid surgery. Um, and he is able to take my left leg if it's not hooked to my right ankle and just push it over. Uh, and as I stated at one point in time, uh, within the last three years, you wouldn't have been able to push that over with your entire strength of, you know, whatever you would have to use. So I'm getting ready to launch a series where I'm going to do videos and I'm going to put it on social media about my, my comeback, if you will. And it's not, it's not going to be one of these videos where it's like, you know, I got 10 pounds to lose. I'm going to burn this 10 pounds off. I mean, you're going to look at me and think, okay, this guy is about to put out some videos of like jumping rope, a thousand jumps in a minute. And it's like, I, I actually can't jump rope right now, even one time because of the impact that landing from six inches in the air has on my back. So in the beginning, it's going to be doing things like stretches, cat cows, these movements that are like incredibly basic, but therapeutic to try to recover myself. And the reason I want to do it is because so many people think that when you own a gym or you're in the industry we're in, or if you have tattoos all over you and you've been strong and you still have a strong look to you, that you've just got it made that you've just made it. You're just, well, must be nice. You own a gym. You have all that time to work out. First off, that's not how that works, by the way. It's plenty of time to help other people work out, but not necessarily for you. But secondly, like when you look at somebody and you compare yourself and you think, well, they've, you know, they've got it and they've made it and they're strong and, you know, my ankle hurts me and they probably don't know what that's like. You're doing two things comparison first off, isn't giving you the opportunity to be the best version that you can be, but you're also robbing yourself of the belief that you can do it. Mm -hmm. So when you're considering who you're capable of becoming and what you want to be, if you're looking at someone else and thinking that it's easy for them or they've just made it first off, you're deceiving yourself. And second off, you you're actually convincing yourself that you can't you can't make that. You can't make that happen. You can't do that. So I'm going to launch a mini series. They're going to be short videos, maybe one video kind of explaining exactly what my structural issues are. Some people know, some people don't. Um, and then I'm just going to show what I have to do to overcome that. And hopefully together we can watch me pull through that to just remind people that you can overcome. And just because you've overcome before and you have something come up, a hiccup again or another 
you know, a fork in the road that sends you a bad direction or another volley doesn't mean you can't do it again. You know, you can't put yourself in a position where it's like, well, you know, this happened to me and I've already fixed this. It's like I've rehabbed my back more times than I can count. You know, many a times I could have just gave up. This time is is probably the worst other than the initial break. But I have to overcome this, not not just for me, but for my family, for my wife, for my daughter, for my clients, for my business. And so you can't give up, you know, and I know there's a lot of people listening right now that you're in the same spot and you might be looping and not even knowing what you're fighting for. You might be waking up every day in pain. You might be waking up every day to drinking alcohol. You might be waking up and doing drugs. You you may be waking up and you may think you don't want to do it anymore and you don't know why you're here, but you keep doing it. I challenge you to take a look inside and recognize that that's the warrior, the person that keeps waking up every day and going through the loop and you think, no, I'm just working my nine to five and I don't even want to be here. Well, that's the warrior. Most warriors, most soldiers in war, I would be willing to wager myself having been in shootouts, being stabbed, having multiple friends that were in the military, most of them don't really want to be there. You know, it's not, it's, you get adrenaline rushes, but it's not super fun to know you're being shot at. And I would assume back in the medieval ages, it wasn't super fun to be in heavy armor, getting trampled by people from every direction while people are trying to stab you with swords and spears. So what I'm telling you is, Quit thinking that you're not mighty enough to take on what you're taking on and just dive into what it is that you have to tackle on your daily basis and don't downplay it either. Don't look at it and be like, well, you know, I do have some pain and this is this and it limits me because I'm weak, but it's not as bad as that person. So I'm not even going to, you know, it's like, don't get caught up in all that. Quit the comparisons, quit telling yourself you can't do something and just put yourself in a position to overcome. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, you are such an overcomer. I think that in all my time, all my years of knowing you, um, you've had so many different unique battles, and um, that is that is the video. Like that is the message. That right. is that is what you're getting across. It's not teaching people how to do the cat cow or teaching them how to do the bird dog. It's right. just showing Correct. them that. You know, here's another circumstance where John fought the good fight and he refused to give up and he refused to give in and he just remained focused and um, things changed because of that. And I think the reason why we created the whole warrior concept and, and you know, generated the T-shirts and the tank tops and the, you know, stickers and the magnets and everything is is truly just because of that, because our story is one that has made us out uh, to feel like we are warriors and and then we've encouraged other people to not give up, uh, to stay in the fight and to give yourself um, a pat on the back for the fact that you got up and you um, lived to fight another day, you know, and for for more encouragement or for an environment filled of uh, with warriors, you know, other people who have overcome and, and, and who have had great challenges in their life, but that They've found, um, you know, a release through exercise and through proper nutrition. You want to take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com. It's an incredible place full of life and full of light. 
And for more information on a six-month nutrition program with myself at Integrity, give us a call at 636-299-2208. We'd also love to schedule you for a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers. For gluten-free, dairy-free, nutrient-dense baked goods delivered to your doorstep from my personal bakery, take a look at sophiesbakery.com. And my favorite farmer, the only meat that we eat, fedfromthefarm.com. Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. We just wrapped up talking to you about what it means to be a warrior. And in doing so, while we were on break, Debbie actually came up with a Bible verse that was kind of on her heart that she wanted to share. So she's going to slam these glasses on and we're just going to have a conversation about this Bible verse. <laughs> I definitely have the my uh, nerdy old older <laughs> lady glasses on right now because that's what helps me to read this Bible. Why do they make it so small? I mean, otherwise it, you know, the Bible would be the size just, of this table. It's kind of weird how 10 years ago it didn't feel that small. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we were talking about comparison and, you know, just last segment. And I know that that's not what this segment is about, but I just wanted to mention this just because um, a lot of times we get out of balance and we are going through a struggle. We are going through a battle. We're in the middle of a fight. And what happens is, is we may be ready um, to roll out of it or ready to kind of work our way out of it. But then something, someone comes along or something comes along that we're influenced by. We see a video, we see a coworker, we see a family member, someone's doing it differently. Someone has this and you don't have that. Is someone saying this and you said it this way or watching this or listening to that? And at the end of the day, now suddenly you're thinking you're a warrior, you're thinking you're strong, you're thinking you're ready to overcome, but because you're comparing yourself to someone else, now you've backed down and you you actually don't feel that way anymore. And uh, I was at a Bible study earlier this morning that I was doing a video on, and it came up with Romans 12 too, and it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And the reason why I feel like that's so important is because at the end of the day, when we do conform to the pattern of this world, we will always feel like we're sinking. We will always feel like we're trying to catch up. We'll never really feel like we're the warrior that God has made us to be because we'll condemn ourselves, because we're comparing ourselves to the other people that we think are stronger, better, uh, wealthier, more successful. Um, So part of being a warrior to me is that you're not conforming to this world, that you're not adhering or living according to the flesh, um, where John's talking about, like, I'm only going to be doing cat cows, I'm only going to be doing bird dogs. Let me just tell you, like, I have seen John move a refrigerator, a two-door, double-door refrigerator by himself. One time I told him when we were dating that I needed a refrigerator, and he went and got one and brought it to me himself. Took it off the truck. He put it on the truck by himself, and he moved a refrigerator by himself. He didn't have, like, dollies and different things. It was just John moving the refrigerator. 
So there are going to be a lot of people um, that will be like, why is John only doing bird dogs? Why is John only doing cat cows? And John could shrink back and conform to the pattern of this world and say, I'm not going to do that video because I have to present myself the way this guy does, the way that guy does, and the way that guy does because they're all just like tough guys, strong guys. That's what I look like. That's what I want to be like. I got to conform. But he's actually not. He's actually saying no. I'm actually going to follow the word of God and I'm actually going to worry about pleasing him first. And in doing that, he will encourage and help other people to overcome because they'll see that he's had to go to the bottom and work his way all the way up again from the bottom, but that he didn't give up. And that's what a warrior really truly is. Yeah. I mean, I just want to talk about what the segment was on actually, which is funny because Debbie didn't know, but it does tie together is getting your mind right before your body. And I think a lot of times when we actually look at comparison, at least in the health world, what people primarily compare is their body. They look at the physicality. Am I as strong as that guy? Am I as lean as that guy? Can I lift as much weight as many times as that guy? And it's a problem for a few reasons. It's like there's so many influencers, I don't know what else to call it nowadays, that are online And they've figured out the perfect shots. They've got a pump. They've got camera angles. They're sucked in. There's editing. There's even video editing now. It used to be that if it was a photo, it could have been Photoshopped. But now there's video editing. There's the right camera angles with lights. Uh, Gyms are actually building their lighting different now to make them more appropriate for quality selfies. I mean, it's crazy. And so if you're at home and you're watching these people and you're comparing your body to these people instead of your mind and your health, you you have no idea how they feel. Now, some people online, it's finally started to happen, which is great, just like I'm talking about getting ready to do myself, are coming out and saying like, you know, when I do this, I don't feel great. When I eat this, I don't feel great. You know, and so you're kind of starting to see the the behind the curtains of it. But unfortunately, if you're just looking at someone and saying, I want to achieve that, and you're just chasing macros and you're just cutting calories and you're walking around feeling like trash, I talked about this here recently with a few clients. I don't know many people that feel great that don't look great, but I know a lot of people who look phenomenal and feel like trash. Right. So if you're chasing the look instead of chasing how you feel, first off, you're going to stumble all over that. And then eventually it's going to fail you. But secondly, what you're going to do is you're going to set yourself up to eventually just quit doing it because nobody's going to, you're not going to continue to do something for a, a great length of time when you don't feel good. So the first step is getting your mind right by instilling the discipline and orienting yourself to the things that are going to be required to to actually change your life. And it's not by looking at what someone else has going on. It's not by looking at how they're built. I mean, following somebody for information, that's fantastic. That way you don't have to try to reinvent the wheel, but don't get hung up on where they are in their journey. Focus on where you are in yours. And that's what we're going to talk more about next segment as well. Yeah, I I wasn't really planning on going into the Bible like this, but I just did a Bible study prior to this. So as we close out this segment, this is what I want to leave you with. 
uh, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So it just identifies what we should be thinking on, how we should be thinking. It encourages us that if this is how we spend our time and this is where we put our focus, the God of peace will actually come in. But as soon as I take my mind off of these things and I start thinking, well, I don't have this. I'm not good enough. I'm not that strong. I'm not that skinny. I don't have that hair. I don't have that skin. What happens? we're not good enough. And then we become imbalanced. And that's just what we want to fight. We want to help you to fight that. We really want to encourage you. I'm trying to encourage you through the word of God. Um, but we just want to encourage you because there's another way to live. And you you know, you can live a healthy life, but it does really start with your thought life. For more information on what we do at Integrity Training Systems with personal training and nutrition, please take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208. For nutrient-dense, gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods from my bakery delivered to your door, take a look at Sophie'sBakery.com. And from my favorite farmer delivered to your door, 100% grass-finished beef, FedFromTheFarm.com. What you need is time to get your mind right. Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. Talking a little bit about getting your mind right before your body. I want to kind of continue a little bit on that, but I want to segue for a second into enjoying the process. And I, you know, at the risk of sounding cliche, everybody always tells you not to forget to stop and smell the roses, right? And I think what they're trying to say with that is, A lot of times it's really easy for us to be so focused on what we need to do moving forward and how to get ahead and how hard something coming at us may be. And then even beyond that, I'm finding, especially more nowadays, people are hung up on what has happened. They're hung up on the past and maybe something not having gone the way they wanted it to go and what could they have done different, even though it won't actually affect anything that's coming in the future. And so- I just want to kind of relate that to what we do for a living for a moment. And that's enjoying the process in your journey. You know, a lot of times people will pick a goal, whether that be long-term or short-term, like, well, I had to lose a hundred pounds, you know? And so my only thought process was I need to get a hundred pounds off of myself. And I remember at one point in that journey and I lost my weight quick, but I had lost about half of it. And I remember thinking, man, I'm only halfway, like I need to get another half of this, you know, 50 pounds off. I need to get myself to this mark that I know is going to have me be healthy. And I had to stop and be like, dude, you've lost 50 pounds. Right. Like you, you actually are healthier. Yes. That's a great accomplishment. So it's like giving yourself credit for that. Yeah. Be, be happy with the fact that you've lost 50 pounds. Don't stop there. What are you doing? (laughs) 
What you I f- just tried to move the chair, but then the chair almost, I almost fell over. Oh, it's gosh. Fine. I thought it was entertaining. <laughs> like, don't, I just, okay. you know, but, but don't, don't stop there. You know, don't stop and be like, uh, you know, okay, I got the 50 pounds off. So right. you're not giving up either. You're going to continue on the road to the hundred, but be thankful for being at the 50. Right. You know, it's, it's no different than what we talked about in the first segment of how I'm going to be demonstrating some of this you know, um, work that I have to go through. Like I could get down on myself for that and be like, well, I can't pick up refrigerators by myself anywhere, but you know what, man, you can walk, you know what? You get the opportunity to rehab, you get the opportunity to recover. And that's not comparing myself to someone who can't do those things. It's comparing myself to me. Mm -hmm. I actually get to do those things. So while you're on the journey of your, your health and your fitness, whatever it may be, I just challenge you discipline yourself to acknowledge that you are in a better spot than you have been. And even if you're not, even if you're at a low, that you can actually still enjoy something around you mm-hmm. while you're pressing on towards what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Not to mention it could just be so much worse than what it actually is. I right. mean, and and are you really actually counting the blessings that you do have? Right. You know, are you really truly thankful for the health that you do have. And I love helping someone to achieve a goal. I mean, obviously I want clients to be goal oriented. Yes. Um, but I, I may be a little bit jaded after 25 years. What I don't like is helping someone achieve the goal and then they achieve the goal. And then it's like, it's poof, over. Poof, it's over. Um, you know, like, no, I think the goal is a daily lifestyle and a daily choice to just stay well and to continually make great decisions, even on the days that you don't feel like it. I always listen to these compilation messages where it's all these different pastors and motivational speakers. And today I was listening to T.D. Jakes and then there was some Joel Osteen in there and then there was some Les Brown in there. Stephen Furtek came in and then just out of the nowhere in the middle of all these people came Jocko Willink. And it's like immediately you hear his voice and everything's completely different. And he just says, like, what do I do on the days where I'm, I just don't feel like it, where I just don't have it in me, where I, I'm exhausted? You know, what do I do on the days where everything's coming against me and I just feel like I just can't get it done? I do it anyways. And it's, like, so simple. It is so basic. And I've just never really given myself an opportunity to think that I can not do the workout or that I can not show up for work or that I can – not help my daughter with something or that I can not tell my husband that I love him or that I cannot take the time to message him or that I cannot do something. I just do it anyways. I might be exhausted. I might be um, overwhelmed. I might be in a position where I've tried to convince myself mentally that I can't do any of it, but I do it anyways. I get up and I do the workout anyways. I remember on Christmas Day, I somehow managed to get the stomach flu, um, not stomach flu, of food poisoning. And I still I still cooked my family a Christmas dinner, even though the entire time I felt like I was going to throw up. I didn't tell them. They didn't even know that I had the stuff, you know, the, the, the food poisoning until we sat down to eat the meal. And I actually did think I was going to throw up. And it was just me, John and Sophie. And I just told them, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to go lay down in a few minutes. 
And so they had to do all the dishes and I felt really bad, but I went the whole day and I just did it anyways. There's no reason to feel bad. You can just like give me a shoulder rub for uh, a couple hours. Right, you haven't right. you haven't actually paid that debt yes, yet, but yeah. don't feel bad about yes. it. Yeah. And then the next day I got up, I had a schedule. I needed to be to go and do these treatments, the cryo and the the biomat and the pimp mat and the salt room, all the things that I'm used to doing, but I'm also used to training for two hours that day. Right. And so I messaged John and I was like, and he was like, please be careful, Debbie. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll be smart. And then I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to work out. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen if I'm not okay, then I'll just leave. But if I just convince myself, oh, I had the stomach flu, I better not work out, then I'm definitely not going to work out. I'm definitely not going to, you know, be any better for it. And so I just went in and I took, I sat down in between sets and I really took a lot of fluid in and I just, I got the workout in and I, I messaged John and just basically said, I, I honestly can't believe I just got that workout in, but I'm so glad that I did. And I really was so thankful that I did it, but you know, just having that mindset of, you know, whatever the scenario is, I can overcome, I'm going to do it anyways. But if we have these goals and that's the only thing we're chasing, okay, then when we do accomplish those goals, what have we actually set in place that allows us to maintain that goal? Right. You know, when the first bad situation comes along, the first stressful situation, the first sign of loss in your life, how do you keep from going back to the old behaviors? You know, how do you keep from shrinking back? How do you keep it? You know, so like what John's saying is, is, you have to find a way in between as you're hopping from goal to goal um, that you are enjoying the ride, you know, as you're getting the weight off, as you're changing your health, you know, as the inflammation's coming off, as the blood sugar's coming down. You have to find a way to see the good in each day and find the gratitude in all situations. Yeah, you just also have to make sure that you don't put yourself in a place where you allow yourself to quit doing what you're doing post gold because you think you deserve it. Mm -hmm. This is weird. This is something that I, um, I know that I have done, let alone I deal with, with my clients is you reach the goal, you accomplish the goal, you actually do really well with the goal. And then on the back end of it, you tell yourself that it's almost like it's a reward to go back to the version of you who wasn't doing so hot. Right. You know, I mean, I know I, I I can speak to a jujitsu tournament I did probably three years ago. I really like being a big guy. I like being a big, strong guy. That's the struggle that we're talking about that I'm about to put on display. But I decided to do a jujitsu tournament. And for whatever reason, I decided to compete at super heavyweight instead of ultra heavyweight. And ultra heavyweight is 219.8 to 999 infinite. You can be a, a behemoth and compete in ultra heavyweight. That's actually where I like to fight because I'm big and I'm strong and I enjoy the difficulty of fighting a big, strong guy. However, a lot of times you also get into a position where you're fighting people that um, may not always be in the best shape. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it actually becomes less challenging because all you got to do is wear someone down and then you don't actually have to put your skill to the test. So I said, you know what? I want to be at my peak performance. I want to fight the toughest of tough. I'm going super heavyweight. 
Because see, what a super heavyweight is, for the most part, is an ultra heavyweight that has disciplined themselves to be in shape. So that's what I did. I became a super heavyweight that was an ultra heavyweight that disciplined myself to be in shape. Now, I usually walk around at 245, okay? That's kind of my normal range for the past three or four years. I had to cut to 219 to compete in this division, okay? That's 26 pounds. Now, if you ask anybody, they would be like, oh, John, you're too muscular. You don't have 26 pounds to lose. I'm going to tell you right now, I did not lose muscle, okay? That was fluid and that was fat that I cut off of my body to do this tournament. I was shredded, but not not unhealthily. I felt good. I was explosive. I was fast. I was strong. I competed at the tournament. I won the absolute division. And then I put 20 pounds back on. And I told myself it's because I want to be a big guy. I want to be. But if I really get to the root of that, it's like, man, five hours of cardio a week is not fun. You know, watching how much I eat in a day more than I normally do is not fun. And I do good. You know, I always kind of watch what I eat anyway. So that extra layer that I didn't really need that. But what was the real point? What was the point of that moment if I'm going to let that go? Like I could have catalytically thrown myself into a place where I continued to be better. So my point is when you set out for a short-term goal, short-term goals are phenomenal. But what is the long-term goal? What? After that, or what's the next short-term yeah, goal? Have a next step. And then the the final caveat to this is the real long-term. Okay, not a long-term goal. The real end game. What's your why? Right. Like, what are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Why are you doing it? Because if you can figure that out, the short-term and long-term goals are just steps to leaving a legacy at the end of your life of accomplishing who and what you were trying to be. So, what was your why? What was my why in the tournament? Mm -hmm. To be in great shape and look awesome and win. It wasn't solid. And that's why it fell through. And that's like, that's the thing is, I feel like that's kind of what we do. Right. We help people to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. My why for doing these next videos, my why for doing bird dogs when I used to be able to lift refrigerators and not giving up is you and Sophie. It's not about me anymore because I've given up on me. It was like, whatever, I'm not a beast anymore. I'm not strong anymore. It hurts too bad. I'm over it. But you know what? I want to dance at my daughter's wedding. I want to walk her down the aisle without being rickety with plates in my back. I want to be able to go outside with her kids and run around a yard. So I can't give up right now. So my why has transitioned from kind of lukewarm driving myself through health and wellness and locking down for someone else. Right. I mean, I think... Um, sometimes it just takes encouragement and it actually takes a coach, a mentor, someone to help lead you to a place to where you can go deeper inside and really try to determine why am I even doing this goal? Is it even really the right goal for me? Should I be seeking something different for my life? And what what's really behind that? And wh- who's really going to benefit from it? And should you even shift it into something different, which we've certainly helped people with over the years? For more information on a nutrition program or personal training with us at Integrity, you can take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208. For gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your door from my personal bakery, take a look at Sophie'sBakery.com. And for 100% grass-fed beef, the only meat that we eat, FedFromTheFarm.com. I'll be pushing.
Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. We're so happy to have you in our final segment. I hope you've been able to tune in up to this point. We've actually been talking a lot about like the process of just becoming better, warrioring through life. This whole this whole show has kind of deviated a little bit from what I intended because I just feel like we've got such a strong message for you on not giving up and figuring out your why and how to press through. And so... I want to talk a little bit from a health and wellness perspective on attaching your why to acknowledging what's changing. Tracking. You know, I talked to a client this week about uh, scales, and you'll notice I I put a I pluraled that. Okay, it's not the scale; it's scales. Because the problem is in the health industry, the fitness industry for sure, but also the health industry. The primary tracking that people use is, quote unquote, these are quotations, Debbie. Okay, quote unquote, uh, the scale. And what they're talking about is the little thing that sits in their bathroom floor that they stand on that spits a number at them, okay? It is a great scale, a great measurement if what you're trying to do from a health perspective entails that number changing. But what I would challenge you to do is you're trying to get your health right is think about a lot of other scales you could be using. What is your why? Is your why that you're trying to feel good? Are you writing down how you feel each day, every day for a year, or at least one of the days of a week for a year mm-hmm. so that you can look through a flip book, a, a chronological timeline of how you felt and how it's changed? Mm-hmm. Are you taking pictures in the exact same spot, in the exact same outfit, in the exact same lighting to see a reduction in what you see in clothing? Are you doing it in your undergarments to see a reduction of how you look there? Mm -hmm. Are you taking measurements of your arms, your chest, your belly, your hips? Are you comparing what size pant you wear, Mm -hmm. what size shirt you wear? Because at the end of the day, in my opinion, the, the scale that moves the least and least represents change is the one you stand on in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting hung up on that number and it not moving the way you want it to and letting it defeat you, you could actually be robbing yourself not only of progress, but the acknowledgement that progress has already happened. Right. And so I want to talk a little bit about our approach and Debbie, your approach when you start changing people's food to having an understanding of getting their mind right before their body and what they should be looking for. And I know you talked a little bit lately about things such as having good digestion. Does someone recognize that their digestion is good each day? Do they have consistent energy? You know, um, are they having headaches, allergies, and joint pains every day? Yeah, maybe you're losing weight, but if you've got a migraine every day, why? You know, so talk a little bit about how you work through someone when you're starting the nutrition program, kind of how you detail some of the things you have them do and then what you have them look for to kind of acknowledge that they're finding positive changes in those elements. Well, I, you know, those are the questions that I ask. So um, on a follow up, you know, after I after our first meeting, we'll we'll meet then let's say in 30 days, we'll meet again. And during that follow up, those will be the questions that I'll ask. The first question I always ask is, how is your digestion? 
Um, you know, are you going to the bathroom every day? Do you have any acid reflux? Do you have any bloating? It's really important to discuss these things because those mean something. If you're not going to the bathroom every day, you're not detoxing. You're also not losing weight. If you're bloated, it means your body's not breaking your food down as well as you could or should. If you have acid reflux, it means like the internal pH of your body is shifted and we still need to keep working in certain directions on all of those things to make changes so that we can have you feeling better. Now, if you tell me that all of that is 50% better, then that's excellent. That's a great starting point. But if you tell me it got worse, then I have to really take a look at, okay, what changes did we make and which foods are you potentially responding to? You know, then the next question is going to be, you know, how is your energy? Has it improved uh, do, or has it downregulated? Well, the first week it really went down, but then all of a sudden now it's so much better. If there's no improvement, then we need to try to figure out why. You know, we need to look at each meal. Are you getting all of the components of each meal in or are you leaving some of that out? How are you sleeping? Is sleep being disrupted? Are you taking your electrolytes? Are you drinking all of your water? All of this is going to relate to your energy levels. A uh, third question would be, how is your mental clarity? Are you staying focused? Do you feel like you have brain fog throughout the day? If the brain fog is in there, then something is off, okay? You're not getting all that you need to get in in your meal. You're probably leaving out some of your protein. You're probably leaving out some of your fat. Potentially, you're not getting quite enough of your carbs in. There's always something that can be out of balance there. And so it's my job to try to identify that and really get that adjusted for you. But there's definitely something that could be lacking. Maybe you're not getting quite enough fat in in your day, um, not enough fibrous vegetables. You know, something is keeping you from being able to get that focus. And then always asking the question, how is your hunger? If you're hungry all the time, there's still something that's out of balance on you. Um, we should be making it to where you eat and then you can fast until that next meal. And then you eat and then you fast into the next meal. If you're hungry and tired an hour after eating, an hour and a half after eating, something was out of balance on the meal that you just had. And I don't care. I don't have a scale in my office. So I'm not chasing after that. Now, I definitely like to see if inflammation drops. So I will ask you, you know, you'll weigh at home and I'll ask you what it is. But it's not the only thing that we care about. It's not our primary focus. Um, it just isn't. Because if if you say all of that is going well, I can assure you that you're losing weight if you need to be losing weight. And I think another misconception is a lot of times not trying to tell someone what they want, but a lot of times I think people come in and they tell you they want to lose weight, but that's not actually what they want. You know, they just associate the weight on a surface level to what they're trying to accomplish. Maybe it's that they don't like the way they look. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't like how big they are. Maybe they actually feel like junk, but they know that having weight on them causes that. Right. So they want to lose weight. Maybe they've got a knee that's hurting them and they need a knee replacement, but a doctor has said, I can't replace your knee until you lose you weight. Lose weight. Right. And so they, they say they want to lose weight, but... And that's the scale they think they need to use. But the reality is there's usually something a little bit deeper yeah. than that. And if you can get to the root of that, again, the why, and, and you can get to the, the reason that you need to drop some weight and you can tackle watching that variable as progress, yeah. the weight will follow that. Right. You know, and that's why we always talk about getting your health right. Because as I said a segment or two ago, if 
if you've ever met someone that looks phenomenal, I'll give you an example. I knew a guy, he had ulcerated colitis. He looked like a Greek god. I mean, he looked like a statue chiseled out of marble. Yes. Literally watched him almost die in his bed from ulcerated colitis because Mm -hmm. he ate garbage. All the time. And so, I mean, he walked around. He didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. He didn't tell people he had it. Everybody just assumed this guy, people knew he ate bad. They just assumed he was able to figure it out. He found the secret magic recipe to eat poorly and feel great and look great, but he only looked great. I know plenty of people that look great and feel horrible that are almost dying on the inside. They have the brain fog. They don't have mental clarity. They don't feel well, but I don't know many people that feel all of those things. They feel amazing. Their joints feel good. Their health's where it needs to be. Their energy's regulated that don't also have the body that follow it. Because the health is what controls that. Right. You know, and I I don't know how to really approach this without it coming across as a sales pitch, but the reality is is, is that's just what we do. That's what my profession has been for 25 years. Uh, When uh, Integrity Training Systems was established, when we were in inside other fitness centers, that is what we did. We broke the mold out of the biggest loser competition, the bodybuilding situation, and we decided to bring health, wellness, and longevity into the fitness arena. And now it's actually become very contagious and you see it all over the place. And I'm so thankful for that. That's what we want. We want people to be as well as possible. But when we work with someone on nutrition, those questions, we're trying to get answers, positive answers to those questions. Even when we're working with someone on their training, same thing. We're trying to really balance them and get them to a, a as well of a state as possible, leaving you feeling like you are at an optimal peak level of health. That's what we're trying to accomplish. For more information on that nutrition program or personal training with Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208. For gluten-free, dairy-free, nutrient-dense baked goods delivered to your doorstep from my personal bakery, take a look at sophiesbakery.com. And for 100% grass-finished meat, the only meat that we eat, fedfromthefarm.com. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you as you chase after feeling great.